And welcome to Spin Class. We're talking politics. Your hosts, Michael Fragan and Bruce Backman here on the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com or on the NSN app. And Bruce, there is no news whatsoever going on. No, it's a quiet week. Getting ready quiet for the holidays. week, getting ready for the holidays. You know, we, we could have just skipped the show and it really wouldn't matter. Nobody wants to talk about anything. It's not as if, you know, UN week, eh, you know. We what do you think? Teen, what do you teen, think? The young girl talking about global warming. Skipping school. Skipping school. Skipping well, school. Okay. Talking so we, about how the world's falling apart. All right. We're going to have to go there then. We're not going to talk about climate change. We're not going to talk about any of that we're stuff. We're not going to talk about climate change. We're going to talk about how the, none of the projections have ever come We're going to talk about the I word. Everybody's life along the way. All right. We're going to go Let's there. We're, we're going to talk about the I word. Impeachment. Impeachment. You said it. It's a, it is the I word. You said it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're here. It looks like it happened. It did. Yeah. And it didn't really have to happen. It, this this seems all the more strange, the fact that it happened and that it's going to happen and that I think we're on a track for, you know, to go through this whole messy, ugly process. And all because a transcript was not handed over and a whistleblower report. Now those are all been handed over, and just I I don't, don't know. know. I'm not gonna. I I don't know the substance of it. I think uh, is it overreach? Is it ridiculous? I mean, you kind of had to know that they were kind of waiting for a catalyst for something to happen. But what bothers me here, mm-hmm. what bothers me is as a political guy, and probably should bother you as well, is the lack of preparation the lack of message coming out of the white house right now i know and and indicative of the fact that the the communication shop sent out talking points this morning and they sent it they sent the talk to democrats they sent it to nancy pelosi they sent the talking points it 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 just seems and bruce just pardon me for saying it just doesn't seem that they are firing on all cylinders here. It doesn't seem like the A-team is here in place. And that's not what we're accustomed to when it comes to White Houses, particularly with Republicans. Which, this White House? Well, I don't talk about I'm just talking about the fact. I mean, like, would Ari Fleischer ever allow his comm shop to make these kinds of mistakes? Ari Fleischer, would anybody? I mean, you know, when I work on campaigns, and I've never, I'm not a press guy. I always run the research shop, but, you know, but you're the rule. guy who interacts there's with the press guy on every campaign I've ever been on. That nothing leaves the building until I say that it's clean, which means it was fact checked three times over, and everything was organized, and we made sure we know. It was, does it mean mistakes don't happen? Sure, they do, but they happen. They're very, they're seldom and rare. They're very very rare, but and this, when they happen, they're in very minute details. Mistakes like this, stuff. and then of course, and what kills me more it's about sloppy. this, what kills me more about this is the recall notice. Okay, so let me understand. For those of you who are not political junkies out there, mm-hmm. what had happened is a, the letter was being released. And let's just, I guess, go back, right? This is the Ukraine transcript being released of the conversation between uh, the Ukrainian prime minister, prime minister, president, whatever it is, uh, and, and President Trump, mm-hmm. in which he asks for the favor. We'll discuss itself with in a second as to whether we think this is real or not. But the fact is, they sent out the talking points, as they should. You send out talking points. 
on things because you want everybody to have some guidance as to how to respond to issues. But of course, they send them to Democrats, as we said, including Nancy Pelosi, including those. And of course, they get pilloried and posted on Twitter. But then they try and recall the email. Just I indicating, have no, just, I have no words. just indicating, it's just alerting everybody, yeah, let, alerting start, everybody to the fact that let's, let's start talking. We about, made a huge let's, mistake let's, here. Let's start talking about the side game. Of okay, what's but, going on here. but well, the truth is, okay. is that this 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 impeachment thing is is amongst the riskiest gambles the Democrats have taken since Trump is president. Huge risk, huge risk. The likelihood that it's going to work is super slim. They don't have that much to rest it on. I'm not. Wait, saying, which part is going to work? What? Which part? I the mean, likelihood that which part is going to work? That they're going to get enough votes in the House, I would say, is pretty strong. Okay. That they're going to actually carry it through and that it's going to be deposed No, no, office. that in itself is impeachment. It is impeachment. I know. But impeachment is more than – impeachment is an accusation. And the reality is, is that impeachment fails. Could it fail in the House? It could fail in the House. It depends how it goes. If it fails in the House, they're really cooked. But if it goes to the Senate and it fails – it's still there, there to a certain degree cooked, especially if Democrats start to turn on it. You have to remember something. There are many, many districts that Democrats got elected to in the last cycle, which Trump is up in and or won in 2016 and will likely win again in the next cycle. And it's, it's a very, very problematic thing. Most people feel that their choice of getting rid of Trump is going to come in 2020 at the ballot box. It's around the corner. What's the point? Impeachment is very unpopular in the polling, and I think people need to understand that out there. They like this idea. Oh, okay, we're going to impeach him. Well, the truth is, let's come to the real point. This is what I'm trying to say, is that there's really another game going on here. There, Donald you don't Trump say. and Rudy Giuliani are very... There's a certain Machiavellian nature to this whole thing. Because what the impeachment... What, what Trump's... I mean, let's just, let's be honest. Mitch McConnell wasn't stopping anything in the Senate when they when they wanted to gain information. He was on board. Why is that? You think the White House told him he's fighting with the White House? No, the White House kind of thinks that let them go at this. There's no there there. We were there. We know what it is. It's a lot of people in the administration that don't like us. They cook everything up. I mean, you read the Washington Post today. It's They talk about circumstantial. I mean, they keep on reading things into reading things into reading things. You can't go anywhere with that stuff. It's not enough. I don't. And it comes. It okay. comes to a deeper point. This is the best piece of news for one person, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren gains tremendously now because this will officially end Joe Biden's candidacy. Because in all the talk about impeachment, we're going to have to start talking about Hunter Biden, and we're going to have to start talking about what went on in the Ukraine and why Joe Biden did wanted the prosecutor fired, whether rightly or wrongly. The the, the Joe Biden is a great good guy who's one of one of us kind of thing is going to wither to the side. Elizabeth Warren pretty much now has the expressway to the nomination, and Joe Biden, if he wasn't already out of the way, this is the closing sign wait he's done in, in fairness okay and i don't have any I, I, i'm not being judgmental i'm not being actually. judgmental about and this. the only person that on, donald wait, trump wait, can beat wait. in every poll is elizabeth warren but so donald trump to a certain degree isn't so worried about a joe biden is going to disappear because there's no question joe biden's going to be out at whoever is not surviving whoever is in the lead now does not trans necessarily it's not about the lead let's let's you need to get rid let's of joe biden remember that it back in 2004 okay similar type of situation republican incumbent democrat wide open field 
who was the who was in the lead in Iowa in the national polls was Howard Dean. Who won? John Kerry. Way is, behind. Is, is it, way behind. I, I I'm just not convinced that anybody sitting there right now that we're going to assume this is going to win. But but that's before. not what that's not what I'm there saying. There have been wide open races before, but let's be honest. I don't. Elizabeth Warren is raising the money. She's recruiting the supporters, and she's the only person who has a message, whether I like it or not. Okay, that's that's fine. And I, the other candidates, Kamala Harris doesn't have a message. Beto O'Rourke's an idiot. Um, I mean, clearly, every tell time us he gets how you on, feel. Every time you see him on television, he sounds like he doesn't know anything, which is clear. I mean, there's no question the guy was arrested. For so this whole thing was a plot by Rudy Giuliani. I don't know if it's a wait, plot. Wait, wait, I just want to understand. I want to understand. I don't know if it's a So Rudy I wouldn't be because surprised. I believe truthfully and I was going to uh, get I was going to get to this uh, that it, it I got to assume I had been assuming that he's totally off the reservation here because I having watched a week of this train wreck Okay, which really it is. Rudy is probably more responsible for the impeachment situation here than is anybody else. Certainly more so than the president. I mean, he has been wildly off off message on everything and throwing things out there that I think have been very, very damaging, including saying I did this all because the State Department told me to. Which in and of itself is just absolutely bizarre. No, and, but you and, have to come back to a point here. And then, of course, one second. He was the one. Let's, no, he was let's the one. Ask the question. He was, but he was Forget, the one who actually Trump is admitted. Trump getting yelled at by everybody. He was the but one ha- who, who actually my, admitted. One sec. Come back a second. <laughs> said, of course, I told them about Biden. Forget impeachment. Forget impeachment. For red. Bo- Forget everything. Hunter Biden is not probably not clean. He's not clean. Joe Biden now is going to have to figure out what to do about it. Nobody was talking about Hunter Biden and Ukraine. Nobody. The media ignored it. They can't ignore it anymore. He's going to have to face up. Why would Joe Biden go to the Ukraine for a company that his son is getting half a million dollars or whatever a year or more from, $50,000 a month retainer from, and then push to, to take a prosecutor off of an investigation. Is this really where we want to go? Is it's this not about, about where we want to go. Is this about the kids But thing? Trump doesn't necessarily but, stand to but, lose. But isn't Trump end. very vulnerable on that question? On kids making money? Trump, I we have no record. The, the, the stuff that they're complaining about Trump with his stupid hotel is candy cane in comparison to getting involved with oil companies from the Ukraine. Trump's kids never did that. I'm talking about making money off the government while your father's Who, which, in power. Which who's made money? I'm just asking. Has somebody made money that you know about? No, we don't know anything. Of course, we don't know anything because the finances. But we know this happened. The finances are totally opaque. You don't know a thing. I don't believe anybody in his family's made money off of the presidency. How is it possible? I think they stand to make money when he leaves office. Wait, how have they? How have they not made money with, with various. Government? No, I'm talking about with the government staying There's in the so hotels. There's so much scrutiny on him and his family. It's one of the things that hasn't come up. So I'm, I'm not under sh- the impression it's not there. Well, no, it has come up. Just they very modestly. They don't subliminal s- accusations that don't go anywhere. I, I'm not. I mean, the biggest accusation ever here is that there was a dinner at the Trump Hotel in the ballroom, and some people that were lobbyists that went to sit down there, and they ordered steaks and they had cognac. I mean, that's as far as it's going. It hasn't gone much further than that. I, We're not I, talking about oil companies and investigations talking, into malfeasance I'm, overseas. 
then the vice president going over and getting prosecutors fired before investigation. You know that investigation on. was closed, right? I, it was closed because Joe Biden was bragging that it got closed. It's no, actually. I mean, that's not exactly accurate. A lot of things in Washington. I, exactly I understand. Accurate. But I look as a conservative myself, I tend to believe, you know, I have a couple news outlets that I actually trust. The Wall Street Journal. Being 13 one, years at the, the Wall, Street, Wall Street Journal is one of them. And part of the part of the Murdoch family, we'll put it that way. Uh, the Wall Street Journal is definitely one of them. I, I I don't know that there's anything there, and the prosecutor being fired, etc. I mean, it just seems ridiculous. I, I don't, why is it so ridiculous? Okay, because the truth is, the you're trying. I mean, and CrowdStrike and the whole and the missing server. I mean, we're, the the president keeps going down these rabbit holes. I mean, isn't isn't I there, mean, the president isn't there somebody there to to, to brief the him? President goes down rabbit holes because the whole world is out to get him and he oh it's it's they Come are on. everybody wants to get him he can't trust anybody's administration he can't probably he can't do anything can't ever. trust people in his own white house probably can't no. oh that's okay no a lot of the well, they bureaucrats get, they get different one people second, a lot of the they bu- get different people it's not all the not all the people he can get rid of you should know that okay i i i will say i rarely tell you that i don't even I don't think you even believe what you're saying, but I'm going to say that right now. I believe it. You believe that the people who he I who he has hired, people, I be, not first of all, not everybody in the White House. The is Inspector hired. General of the uh, the Inspector General, the one who's created the whole controversy about the the whistleblower here, mm-hmm. is a Trump appointee. That's like Rod Rosenstein, right? Rod Rosenstein or Steen or who, whatever. Rod Rosenstein was a Trump appointee. Okay, I know everybody wants a deep state. Rod Rosenstein. Rod was he was he was an enemy. The president appointed him. I if you think this, if you think these people are going to take you down, then don't appoint them. Who's he going to? You hire? get to have a choice in these things. You, didn't you call can't. Me. You can't wash your hands of it afterward. Okay, bad personnel decisions. You have to own them. There are many bad personnel decisions in okay. that. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know. I that. didn't bring Anthony Scaramucci from I didn't Manhasset know that. to go roam around the place for ten days. I'm not. Bla- I'm not defending everything, uh, but there are clearly the president can't trust a lot of people around him. Well, he could have trusted the Mooch. Yeah, sure. Back in the day, I knew people who knew the Mooch. He wasn't trustworthy in college. So why did he hire him? The truth of the matter. Yeah, please tell us the truth. I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> there, well, there you go. I mean, that's but I'm honest. Uh, I don't know. Of course, we're when being I heard he got then. hired, I turned on the TV like, "What the hell is this?" Okay, so where do we go from here? Where do you go from where, here? No, no. Where know. do we go from we here? Where go, does the country go from here? The country okay, is clearly fine. nothing. Get the okay. Does does the president want to be impeached? I think so. You think so? I yeah, see. I don't think so. Someone to run against? Nah, I think. I mean, to me, I think he's. I think he's psychologically he can't take it. I think that's a, a very to tough. Impeach? He was incredibly his his UN speech. That was about, that was about the flattest. I I don't disagree with you. It didn't hurt Bill Clinton. It didn't hurt Bill However, Clinton. I don't think Trump. I think Trump is very. I think there's a there's an ego yeah, there. The Democrats have that's to also, very large. Democrats have to understand something else. They're not going to control the House forever, and there's going to be a Democratic president again once again. And if they keep on lowering the standard for what's acceptable for impeachment, then every president is going to be impeached. And at some point, you have to make a decision as a country. Do you want to have elections and, and midterm elections as the place that you can decide who our leaders are and who represents us in Washington? Or do you want to start using these new tools constantly? Because the truth is, in many respects, while they are 
parts of our heritage and our jurisprudence and how we conduct politics, they're much more effective as threats than they are put into action. And if we're going to use it once, we're going to start using it a lot. I don't know if Republicans should have tried to impeach Bill Clinton many years ago. I wasn't there. I think clearly they shouldn't have. History will say they that, shouldn't it, have. that it did not work out with them. Although, although, although Al Gore lost. What? Although Al Gore lost. Barely. That is true, but barely. the same way in that Donald Trump. There's many Trump, people who think he didn't lose. That Donald there. Trump barely won. I mean, it's not okay. But impeachment as a tool that to be used as a threat constantly is not going to lead to many legislative advances. I, I totally agree. It's, I don't know why you can't get rid of him in 2020 I with don't, the ballot box, and you have to start this nonsense now because Democrats are going well, to be mired in well, it. Well, I do think the stonewalling overall was counterproductive. We didn't get to talk about it last week. I do think that Corey Lewandowski going before Congress mm-hmm. – and essentially mocking them and daring them to hold them in contempt and to say that the White House ordered me to do this when he was never at a single moment a government employee, an employee of the White House, having no such protections, whatever. I think it was almost like a dare. And then Rudy goes out there and it's just like, okay, do it. And finally, you know, you say it was like it was like the matador with the red uh, thing. You know, okay, just do it. Maybe, you know, somebody out there, as you said, has the strategy that we're going to work through. And it's a great campaign issue. And it probably will be a good campaign issue. But it issue. is a good issue for it, him because he gets I, to have some. I don't disagree. Against. I don't disagree. I'm saying to you, if that's the case, well, okay, it's not a bring it on. Bring it on. I, I think it's. A, I think it's. A, I think the fact that it was hanging over the Democrats as well, though, it, it had made their strategizing, made their messaging very, very weak, very muddled. But their messaging is very weak now because they're going into, because they're going into an election, and most people in America don't really care, and that's the problem the Democrats haven't figured out. It's almost like the Republicans are are, are trapping them. Because if the I Democrats think, can't run on issues in the Midwest, like tariffs and the loss of places to sell their crops to overseas and how manufacturing jobs haven't come through as much as people wanted them to, I and think they they're haven't have, out, and the taxes have hurt some of the uh, some suburban counties in places that Republicans could have been effective over the years. I mean, if you're not debating those issues and you're not going into the heart of that stuff and you're going to start talking about things that no one cares, no one understands, it doesn't mean anything to anybody, the Democrats aren't going to win an election. I mean, this is not what you want to run against Donald Trump on. Okay. You want to run against Donald Trump on issues affecting American people. Let's, and this doesn't affect anybody. Let's say for a second, I think we, we both believe... You have to stay on message. We it's both, a bad message. We both believe that there's a strong possibility that impeachment goes forward. That'll They'll get to the 218 votes it's very close. I don't know. They say okay. it's close to there so, now. So now, it, on so, now, so now we go to the Senate. Can there was a remark today? I forgot who said it. Um, Mike Murphy. <coughs> was it Mike Murphy? Which one about the if what? It was a secret ballot? If a secret ballot, there'd be thirty. Mike Murphy hasn't been in, on the inside okay. track in so, Republican okay, so politics in twenty years. Do me a favor. So he's a never, no, no, no. So he's, a, so he's a never Trumper. He's a jerk. But also. I could see, I could see three to five easily right now who would who would peel off. Okay, and wouldn't there a lot be a lot of Republicans out there who'd say, you know what, I'd rather have Mike Pence at the top of the ticket? There are many people who'd rather have Mike Pence at the top of the ticket. So don't they, can't there they? There are many people in Washington so, have so, Mike Pence the So wait, so you only need essentially 20 Republicans to turn around and say that. 
Let's say, you know what? This is an albatross. This guy's tough. He's tough. He doesn't, you know, he he, he doesn't. Yeah, but it's the problem that, that you, you have to understand. The Trump supporters, even in places which are hard for the president to win, are loyal. They have a blind loyalty that no politician has ever been able to have in this country, probably in a generation. So a politician like Susan Collins, for instance, who obviously would have to vote against impeachment based on her position. Against? Of, against i mean against for four for impeachment sorry before removal correct yeah she she'd have, have to. to she has she to has vote. to if she she's damned if she does she's damned if she doesn't i don't know i know i, I, I mean you gotta i did i did research you on got the main it ones. you gotta You're figure if you did, because the you, base she you gotta needs won't right. come out you gotta figure and then she loses so you got, what does she gain you gotta she's figure better that, off going all in so i'm saying you've you got to figure there are three or four like that yeah, but they don't have anything to gain. The only one who can see there's nobody who really has what to gain because if the if you voted against Trump, if you vote against Trump, then they're all going to sit on their hands. Trump supporters are the most loyal political supporters out there today. They're Pat Buchanan supporters 30 years ago. They 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 show up. They're coming. They're going to be there on election day. And if you piss them off, they don't show up. You see it in in every, even in blue states. The Trump supporters, if you don't embrace their message, you don't embrace Donald Trump, they don't vote for you. And Republicans are struggling with that. This is Spin Class, Michael Fragan and Bruce Backman here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are discussing the I word. It's impeachment. It's impeachment time, folks. And you know we've only had. This would be the fourth one in history. Actually, we never got to one of them. What do you mean? Third, really the third, third one in history. I was thinking Nixon never got to impeachment. No. Yeah, exactly. Okay, third one in history. The other two were acquitted. So it's a pretty strong, uh, pretty strong uh, likelihood that President Trump will be acquitted. Question is, now it makes it, so they say, it makes it a lot easier to get all his records. It makes it a lot easier for Congress to get all the materials that they've been looking for that they haven't been able to get. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see. What are they going to find? They're going to find I, out I, that the Trump administration is a little bit, there's certain things that are not traditional. Yeah, okay. And there's probably that's some a people good, who are disgruntled. That's a good okay. line. Welcome non, to Washington. Non-traditional. Find me a place where there's everybody's getting along and it's honky-dory. It doesn't exist. I mean, everybody's making Trump. The problem with the, with the, most politicians in Washington is that they stink worse than Trump. But you know, they're not. I don't know. I know too many politicians, and and Donald Trump's not the worst out there. There's much worse than him, and and you is know that, it too. Is that the bar? Now you be honest. Is, is that true or not true? Is that the bar that we are? No, it's not the bar. But I'm tired of watching people on television who have less morality, are less ethical, and are less nice, pe- and are not as nice people as he is, running around on television like the, like they're holier than thou. Washington is full of like Bob Menendez. Bob Menendez is a low life. He's a low life. He's a parasite. Okay, he's good on Israel, so people let him get away with it in the Jewish community. He's a low life, and he's going to run around now and start talking about ethics and morality to this president. Oh, has he I mean, been? Doing come that? on, I mean, but uh, he's up there. He's going to be all holier than thou. Come on, it's a joke. But if people looked into Bob Menendez and he was president of the United States, he would be way more unsavory it's than a, anybody. It's in the a Trump jury. It's a jury of peers. Peers. They're not his peers. Half of them never did anything in their lives. Chuck Schumer is a holy guy. 
I know it's New York and everybody loves him here. Chuck Schumer's not a nice guy. Okay, so let's go here. Who why are these people? Why not? What are their ethics? What are why their not turn? They're sitting in judgment of him? Why He's not, not worse than them? Why not turn over? Joe all? Lieberman and John McCain aren't there anymore. Bruce, yeah. why not turn over the documents, the whistleblower campaign complaint right away? Why it's not just question. do it? Okay. It's a good question. <coughs> I don't think Nancy Pelosi why wants to send, go down this road. Why send Rudy, Rudy on to TV night after night? I don't you know have, if Rudy gets sent. You I have no idea. <laughs> no Rudy idea. doesn't work in the administration. I think he just goes. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Well, we really don't know much right now. I know very but little. It's, but it's very, All I could tell you is this. Exciting. One second. It's important. People are watching impeachment, and they're going to see the whole world criticize the president's ethics and moralities. I would hope that people would have a little bit of time to look in if they want to and find out who's representing who in Washington and who are the people speaking power, truth to power. Because a lot of those people have ethics, morality, and records which are way spottier than the president's. I'm not saying the president's perfect. I've never said the president's perfect. But the people that are sitting in judgment of him, they're not perfect either. And if anybody had to question their behavior, Bob Menendez has no business in So in, it's a jury of his peers, truly? In essence. Okay. The truth of the matter is it's not his peers. All right. Well, we got to talk. We got to move across the pond for a second because the more things change, the more they stay the same. Uh, in Israel, and it looks like our friend Bibi has gotten the nod to form a new government. After all this, after not finishing first, after another election, we are back to the same place that we were months ago. Yes, because at the end of the day, Benjamin Netanyahu is still the greatest politician in the world and the greatest political thinker on earth, and I called it when you've had me on this show. Yes, you I have. just stick it out, and he's just smarter than everybody else and he'll continue to be smart well which part else. of this made him smarter i'm saying like what what did i it's just... because at the end of the day bb finds a way to finish on top that's all and he and the foil of the arab parties being in the government and a lot of those other things just pushes him through bb is smarter he's really really smart i mean look how well he's run the country i mean you get taught you know the Benny Gantz friend, isn't smart a victor lieberman isn't smart not like him okay I, I don't know anybody in the world. Ayala Chaquette aren't smart. Not like him. That's what I'm asking you. Why? You think they are? Does anybody think they I'm are? I'm asking. Nah. He's brilliant. He's, is, he's an incredible is Lieberman gonna he's get? Mastermind. Is Lieberman going to get what he wants? I don't know. I think Lieberman always could have had what he wanted. I'm not really sure what Lieberman's game was. Lieberman's not as intelligent as Bibi. Everybody's ooing and eyeing over him, but he's still not Bibi. Couldn't run the country. I mean, running Israel is a very complex thing. It's a it's a it's it's a it's a complex country in a dangerous part of the world that has threats from every which way coming at it all the time, economically, militarily, defense-wise, socially, religiously, and you need somebody who can herald you know take the ship through the, the through the waters and the you know the, the turbulent waters of what is the state of Israel in today's world. And I don't think Benny Gantz is good. They're all fine people, perhaps, but. They're not able to do that. I spoke to a friend of mine in Israel um, who called me last week after he listened to this show. Uh, he listens to Spin Cycle to plug it out. Do you have listeners? I in think we call it Spin Class, but that's fine either way. Spin Class, yeah. Spin Cycle, it's, it's all good. It's fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and get to the end of the story. He called me. He says he listens to it. A lot of his friends in yeshiva, they listen to it. Absolutely. In Kylo, they listen to it. They want to know what's going on in America. They enjoy listening to you, and they get stuck listening to me. And um, his point to me was, I feel he says, for them. 
yeah. His point though is that he, I said, you know, what's with Bibi? He says, listen, we, you know, he votes for the religious parties, but he says we always want Bibi to form the government. And I said, why is that? He says, all my friends who are, he says, I have Chiloni friends, and my Chiloni friends would tell me that, yeah, Bibi's doing a great job, but we need change. We need someone new. It's boring. Yeah. It's too repetitive. But the, th- you know, it's kind of like you know the story about um, after Franklin Roosevelt passed away and Harry Truman has uh, assumed the presidency. Um, the great, the great writer, I believe it was David McCullough, in his book on Truman, he wrote that after eating caviar and uh, fine wine for many many years, sometimes it's okay to have green eggs and ham. You know, ham being a metaphor for simple food, uh, for simple people. And I think people want to change. Green eggs and ham is a Dr. Seuss book, but still. Green eggs and ham. I understand where you're going with this. The point is, is that people want to change, but at the same time, while they may want to change of people at the top, and they may want to change how the government's formed, they're not really looking for a change in how the country's moving. The majority of people in Israel are kind of happy with how the country's moved the last ten years. They've all done better economically. It's it's safer. They, for the most part, stayed out of wars. I'm sure there's criticism here and there, but Israel is really a miracle in the Middle East. Absolutely. Why would you want to? Get, but, but why what would you I, want to sacrifice? Why would you want to sacrifice that? But what I can't by bringing the Arab parties into the government. What I can't figure out here is that Bibi was was seems clearly to have been willing to go to a unity government. Mm-hmm. Okay, said it publicly, Tara, and for some reason that was like exactly what Gantz wanted, and he didn't take it in the end. So, and then you know, then he doesn't get. Then BB goes first. I don't. We'll look. We'll see. You got how many days? I think he's got like a month to go ahead and and I don't do know it. What Lieberman and then wants. and then he gets an extension, and then we'll see. Because nobody can really form a government. I can, but I, like like right I, now. like I said in previous, I cannot see Lieberman in a government with with the Arab parties, and that just well, there's BB's so many people part. who don't want to be together in this in this whole thing. Well, they're gonna have to figure. Yeah, you know, the 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 Haredi parties do not want to be with Lapid and Lieberman doesn't want to be with the Haredim or the Arabs. It's it's a one big balagan. That's what makes it wonderful yeah. and lovable. So a kasiva v'chasima tova to everybody Thank out there. Much. Thank you for joining us this week on the Nachum Siegel Network. Stay tuned for Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs.